good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, and welcome to 2023. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everyone! Our first episode of the new year. It's Deanna here, and. With Jody, Suzanne, and of course Stephanie. Birthday girl. Birthday girl. We're celebrating some January birthdays and just hanging out with some sangria and snacks and Durandoran. <laughs> sangria, <laughs> snacks, and Durandoran. You said that with such a radio voice. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or actually, Duran Duran. Duran. We should say that now. This whole episode, not Duran Duran. Duran Duran. I, I always say Duran Duran. <laughs> Or Duran. Oh, yeah. Duran. Duran. Here is Simon Le Bon. E. 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 I Topics we just, <laughs> just remember that it's Duran Duran. But it was an Italian TV show. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. From I, I, well, obviously, I used to quote that all the time. I still do. Yeah. La voce, la grupa, Carmen, Liban. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know, someone, so I, someone yeah. on Twitter the other day posted the scene from Seeing Blue Silver and Nick with the video game. Bye. That was my fans of Duran Duran, and I retweeted it. Uh-huh. That yes, was awesome. Very nice. I like screenshot that. I was like, it made me laugh. That's I went fine. back to it several times that too. day. Very nice. Yes, we love that scene. Yes, we do. I even tweeted, like, when I quoted it, I was like, Cherry Ice Cream Smile really appreciates this scene and this quote. Yes. 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 You brought up Nick and Sing Blue Silver, and I just hear the squeal as he's carried yeah, off playing. Yeah, yeah. like a <laughs> Gosh, we've already done our singles. I know we have, yeah, but, but singles still are forever. forever. It's just it's burned <laughs> on our brains. Yes. So let's talk about New Year's Eve. Rocking what? what was it? Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest, which I think is hilarious. I still yeah. <laughs> consider it Dick Clark's. And rocking. I wanted to see Dick Clark. Well, yeah, he's mean, not alive anymore. He's there in a speedy sure. Yes, yeah. yes. Sure he's is. there in spirit. I love it. What are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, we had the heads up. They were going to be on the show. Like a week? Not a week. A week and a half. Okay. Oh, a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they put it out there. Okay, you're right. And I saw some, you know, some of the commercials, and it showed Duran Duran, and then most of the commercials were showing all the hosts, which I thought was weird. It was like, right. Seacrest and all these other people. I do find it funny that my mom, a bunch of her friends were trying to make sure that I knew Duran Duran was going to be on. And mom asked me like three times. My friends keep asking, do you know that they're going to be <laughs> on the New Year's Eve? Like, well, yes. Look out, mom. Thank friend. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, friends, for reminding us. <laughs> no, nobody told me. 
me about it. No one told you about it? No. (laughs) That is kind of weird, actually, because somebody usually says, they're going to be on New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People were texting me during. Oh, wow. Oh, they did? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a couple of texts from friends, and they're like, are you watching it? And it's like, hello? Of course I am. And then they're like, someone was like, I assume you are, but yeah, did you see them? I had to watch it the next day. But oh, I watched. I was live. at a party. Yeah, I watched it live. We, we were home. We went to see Grupo Fantasma, which mm-hmm. was great. So I didn't get to see it till the next morning either. And I was telling the ladies just a minute ago that when I did see a photograph of the performance and Simon in that blue fuzzy coat, my first thought was that man owned that stage. Mm-hmm. It was evident even in photographs, but when I saw the actual video of the performance, holy. Molly starting with yeah. Wild Boys. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, walking past all the fans. I was like, obviously oh they were God. highlight with the close uh, second following of New Edition, which was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I enjoyed Be Nice yeah. DJing from the LA coast. I mean, from the get go, like you said, Simon coming down the walkway, oh, kind of boy. making it a catwalk mm-hmm. um, to the stage was mm-hmm. fantastic. And we had gotten and, a preview of that in the morning. Yeah, I think oh, the, yeah. Yeah. they had Just recorded. Just a little, yeah, yeah. yeah. So fantastic. I, I thought the I you could truly feel the energy coming from them through the TV, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Everybody looked great. They sounded great. It just really made me happy. With the fuzzy coats, it gave me a fizzy smile. <laughs> I was excited and jacked, and I was like, okay, I'm so ready for this 2023 date. So you could go ahead and post them at yeah. any point now. Thank yeah. you so much. I was dancing around, singing, screaming, just yeah. like I always so do. So it was, it was yeah. Wild Boys, Notorious. Hungry. And hungry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I read somewhere that they also did Rio, and I was like, there's no way they no. edited this live. So, no. no. Okay. No. So there was no Rio. At there was all. no Rio. No. Okay. And then, they, and then they came back on the stage at the end with for new with new edition for the countdown. Yeah. Right. right. And, and, and Keith Evanson from um, Abbott yes. Elementary. Yes. She's yes. so cute. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just thought the energy, I just, yeah. Their energy <laughs> was, yeah, it was it was really palpable. The energy of the audience, though, was <laughs> shit. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I mean, going to the same people, people in the crowd. And, yeah. and it's like, I, I'm not, I, I'm, it's not that I was expecting there to be a bunch of fans there. However, I mean, I, and I don't, I, I didn't watch the entire show, so, and I, I just watched the new edition component or the part but it just it's like what do you this is new year's eve just playing like it's a party party. okay so i've been to new year's eve times square one time have i told you all about this i don't remember yes you did because you said how like yes all the crowd and then like five minutes after it's like well not quite five minutes okay so what a little background on that the general public that is in Times Square, they are in corrals. Like, literally, they set up these corrals, and yeah. these people get there early yeah. in the morning when they let them in, like 8 o'clock. They can't go to the bathroom. So most mm-hmm. of them have not had any water all day, or they're wearing Depends or whatever. Or <laughs> Maybe now they figured out how to let them go to the bathroom. But the people that are actually in the Times Square, like, with those crazy hats on and everything, they the have been there. The Planet Fitness The Planet Fitness Yeah. yeah. So those people that. that are actually, like, 
shove the general public there. And even when, like, when the Durannies on one of the cafes was like, I'm going to go down to Times Square. I'm like, do you know the whole thing? Because it's not like you just show up sure, to Times yeah. Square. You have to commit. So I went to a, a party there that a friend that was a local bought tickets to a party because uh-huh. you couldn't even buy them like remotely. So you either have to have a hotel room to get down there and not be standing there for mm. over 12 hours or you have to go to a private party or a show mm-hmm. and like there are police barricades like yeah. on all of and you have to like show them like your tickets and show them like a letter saying I'm staying here so because there's a million people down there it's really complicated and I went like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, before the TKTS booth was up and my party was at Olive Garden, which sounds really cheesy unless you know where the Olive Garden is, is in Times Square. It's it's in that corner. And the there was a fire truck right there and the firemen let the guests from the party in the Olive Garden come out, watch the countdown for 10 wow. minutes, and go, go back in. And then we left about an hour later when it had clean, cleared out. So, I mean, it's magical. And my favorite part, and we talked about this earlier, is after Old Lang Syne, they sing New York, New York. Yeah. A yeah. million people singing yeah. New York, New York yeah. with confetti is just surreal. That's what It is. It is surreal. Yeah. So it's, it's something about like that whole thing. So all of that is to say the people not being maybe super engaged in that. Number one, they're there for the ball drop. There, I probably it was interesting that something was happening next to them, but whatever. They were mainly there for the ball drop, and they but they've been standing there for like sure. twelve hours. So I, mean, I was standing there. We were standing there for twelve hours at ACL. Right? True, like, but we could go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, you were, yeah. but when you weren't trying me. to die from that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> the mosh <laughs> pit. But yeah, I, I mean, they they looked sounded and kudos to them amazing for, yeah. like the colors uh, can we talk no, about nicholas yes i'm getting the chills yes oh <laughs> uh, like so they talked to the so ryan seacrest talked to the band right before yeah. like before they were going to perform and i took some screenshots i think yes. we posted we posted some of that to to our instagram and like I, to seeing them, oh my god! And then I saw Nick. He's kind of glowing. And like his suit, the his, face the, his perfect. The, the little yeah, sparkly sparkles, sparkles under, his eyes. His, under his eyes, the makeup. I was yeah, the lighter was oh, so on point. The <laughs> so on D point. D and I were messaging each other. Like yeah. make a <laughs> Yes. He put the hat on for the show. He didn't yeah, have right, it on no. when they talked to him. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he wow. Was, he, uh, he stood out. Mm. and He was dressed up for New Year's Eve. He's always <laughs> kind of he's always stood, stood out, out yeah. but not as bright as he was, as he has been. Like, yeah. Well, these last few this, shows. This past year. This past year I mean, yeah. he's making a statement with his suit. Yeah. And shout out to Jeffrey. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. work on Instagram, which we absolutely knew that had to have been his work. Well, Nick even literally. said, I just have to go to Jeffrey with an idea and he would yes. make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, it was on point. And, but to me, I was like, okay, future past tour dates are yeah. coming. Yeah. Future past is out now. It was a very cherry ice look, in my opinion. It reminded me kind of since then of a cherry limeade. So, um, you know, it tastes like cherry ice. And I'm like, that was Nick Royd's, like, on point. (laughs) Just, oh, God, it was so good. Just like the blue suit with the yellow. Just like the yellow with the pink in Birmingham. I mean, like, that pink was the the greatest. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, so good. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Jeffrey. (laughs) 
goofy. Well, and for Nick for not yeah. giving up flying flip, you know, because it looks so freaking good on him. He yes. did hair. That and it looks like so the good on camera. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks so, so good, good on camera, camera yeah. along with the fuzzy coat. Yeah. We like, need a fuzzy like coat. Yes, we yeah. all need. Yeah. And then, like, the girls look so yeah. cute yeah. in their yeah. little yeah. fuzzy yeah. coats. Fantastic. Yeah. The blue on Rachel, yeah. the red on um, the Anna. The Everything yeah. looks so fantastic. And then, you know, I know Roger's not going to wear a fuzzy coat. Because <laughs> he's working <laughs> out. He the jacket. <laughs> and between that and um, John in, in the Pugmasters, mm-hmm. and we see you. Shout out to Patty Palazzo. Pugmasters was representing. Um, It just looked fantastic visually. And the energy was amazing it was. it was definitely palpable and we definitely felt it through the tv screen so shout out to the guys for ending 2022 on such an amazing note and it just kind of encapsulated what 2022 was all about i yeah. just was like so proud Which, yeah like so proud. simon at least and nick dom have all said well i think even roger and john too because i i got to listen to some of the caddy cafes but every single one of them said 2022 was the best year that during Grand has had yes. since the mid 80s. Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. the early. Well, no, it was the yeah, like since yeah. Like it's 1984. Better. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So for all of them to be feeling that. And then for Nick to come out in that doggone suit that was so fantastic <laughs> and for Simon to own that whole night. I mean, I watched New Edition to the next day afterwards and all that. And I was like, okay, that's fun. But Duran Duran owned that night. I mean, mm-hmm. you could just see it on yeah. their faces. Well, that and, and there was just as, a, just as someone who was at home and watched like the different performances, there's like no doubt that they owned that. And to the point where they were trending on Twitter right. on New Year's Day right. Right. Yeah. that performance. Right. Right. Like, it totally resonated right. with the audience that was watching that. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully the people that were, you know, in New York, I know, um, you know, they've been there, they were tired, they've probably <laughs> been there for a while. But I hope that, like, by the end of the night, those people that had been standing there for 12 hours felt an energy. Yeah. Um, I, mean, that I saw a few people dancing. There was one young person who knew the words. Right. Maybe like the wolf. I saw <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, they're doing popular songs from the mid-80s, so that's fine. Hopefully somebody knows the words to these songs. But um, I thought, I don't know, I I, I, I cried. <laughs> Y'all, when I watched it, I cried because I was like, this is the end of a year that has been so freaking crazy for everybody. They've had the best year. We had the best year with them. Uh, and then there were, you know, home life personal things too, but... Um, that was just the perfect New Year's Eve celebration. The perfect cherry on top. Exactly. Yeah. I haven't yet gone back to watch the 1982 one, which was like that MTV one yeah. that, mm-hmm. uh, was it Rockin', Rockin' Eve? Whatever Fall, it was, Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Not the MTV, yeah. With Frankie Goes Home. No, no, the one before that. Oh. The one in 83, I think it was. Okay. I want to go back and watch that one because it was a longer set. It was mm. indoors. It wasn't like the ball drop kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I thought this was perfect. Perfect. And it just had me energized like I'm me so too. ready for 2023 and the dates and we now know that um the future past tour for 2023 is going to kick off um towards the end of May according to Dom um for eight or nine weeks and we're like, the, let's go when are the dates in England are they in they're like, in April? like end of April yeah. okay. early yeah. May so yeah. that makes sense right? yeah, yeah. as far as the time frame so let's go with the tour dates so we can get to plan in we'll we're see ready, you out of the we're ready, we're ready. Let's go. And, oh, and they're going to the cities they didn't hit last year. Yeah, let's go. So Austin, so Austin, Austin will be there. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm just trying yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, no, Tobin, the Tobin alone. Center was a pretty yeah. amazing venue. So go ahead and throw it yes. the Red Rocks date, but okay. But oh yeah, well I will go to Red Rocks. Yes, for sure. I will. This I will time. go. This yeah. Time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, before we move on, I do want to note Stephanie mentioned that Duran Duran was trending on Twitter the day after on New Year's Day. Thanks, Bono. And um, they, uh, we have picked up new fans, followers, welcome, new followers on our Twitter page at least that I'm aware of. So I want to welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. Um, we hope that you are listening and please provide us some feedback whenever um, you see us on Twitter. And our Instagram page. Um, the other thing that we had uh, right before New Year's Eve was that Atlantic City show. <laughs> the warm-up. Suzanne's laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we can get the infamous warm-up. <laughs> it became a little bit of a... Controversy. Yeah, yeah. controversy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it, uh, the, the the I say it again the controversy, but the you controversy, Contro- <laughs> the controversy or controversy. Exactly. <laughs> it stemmed from a very um, abbreviated, abbreviated shot list. slash set list. I mean, um, uh, a set list for the what? What's the word? Seventy? The general public? The casual? The casual? Thank you. <laughs> It became a, a, a real, a, a real thing. A, a Point of contention. Fan. Some people constantly on the internet talking about Duran Duran having opinions about this set list. Um, if it was a warm-up show, I guess those songs on the list were um, appropriate. Um, if I had spent the money to go to Atlantic City and had that set list, I don't know that I would have been terribly happy. What do y'all think? I think that if it was a casino show, that has to come with you've got to know that that's how casinos work. Yeah. If you've been They're to shorter. casino show, right. they're going to be shorter. Um, for those that don't know, casino shows come with kind of a curfew because they want uh, the casino itself, no matter what casino it is, they want the person not in a show, they want them on the floor gambling. Yeah. Right. So that's what happens at a casino show. And another thing to note on a casino show is that some of the front row and some of the best seats are held for the high rollers from the casino. So even Uh, like... The people right. from the fan club probably didn't even get the best seats. Right. That may have also been a little out of sorts because they were already being pushed out by the casino customers. That's just another thing with the casino shows. They're right. shorter. Some of the great best seats are held for the people for the casino, not for yeah. the artist mm-hmm. fans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, I I, I, I don't fault them for yeah. doing that playlist and, and specifically for those reasons that you that we're all listing with the casino, just some of the, the requirements and the guardrails that they have. And also, I, I mean, it, it, they were also prepping for New Year's, which was going to be mm-hmm. bigger, a lar- much larger audience. They were only playing three songs and they were only going to be on there for eight minutes or whatever. But still, that was the That was the reason moment, they were. In the- right? So... States. I don't fault them for, for, for that at all. And and plus, we were we were talking about this before, given the year that we mm-hmm. just went through, mm-hmm. they've given us so much mm-hmm. already. So so what? I, I and so I, I you know, I, I looked at some of that chatter and the complaining and all of that and, and I, I get it. 
I understand you, where folks are coming from with paying the money that they're paying, and we've gotten fairly, I guess, spoiled for lack of a better word because of the Halloween show and Ooh, the level yeah. of expectation. Well, that opened now, Pandora's box. Right, yeah. that expectation <laughs> now is is there, and I think folks need to have perspective to understand and acknowledge that it's not always going to be that. Mm-hmm. Now that said, mm-hmm. going into next year, mm-hmm. my expectation is <laughs> something's going to show up. That, that they do something. <laughs> that something happens. And I'm not saying that it has to be a completely new set list every time or, you know, just like the Halloween set list, right? Where it's just like, oh my God, oh my God. But I would expect some variation, yeah. even of like two or three songs. Two or three songs, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's okay. Like, and, yeah. the, and then going back to your point, Dee, like it sounds like, because we were not, we were not at this show in Atlantic City. It sounds like from the people that I know that were at this show, um, Simon um, right. was under the weather. And so the fact that he was able to pull off the show, the other thing I'm thinking that may have happened, I don't know this for sure, I don't have any insider information, is that there may have been an audible call during the show that we need to cut this little short to help Simon with his voice to prepare right. for the New Year's Eve um, performance. Exactly. I, I've seen an image of someone who posted their copy of the set list that they got after the show and, and there's has- some like arrows and, and not scratching out or anything but you may be right on that I think they moved a couple some stuff around. around not just Simon though Nick talked to Caddy about how he had been feeling so run down and so tired yeah. for longer than he expected or longer than he was used to after you know being very busy and being on tour and stuff so um, I'm sure this needed to be a simple We've right. got a job to do. Let's go do this job. And they did the job. Yeah. Um, but D, you're right. I was thinking it as you were talking. Like, there's a whole, whole thing now where fans who've been fans for a long time, just like us, who want to hear Secret October on the stage, who want to hear Shadows on Your Side, Halloween, man. Yeah. That opened up a lot of, you can do it. Right. And we're asking you to do it. Right. So when are you going to do it? Exactly. You can do it all the time. Well, or do it all the time or tell us. You know, I don't know, but let me just let me just put that out there, like just for a second. I want to play devil's advocate again <laughs> for the casuals, because for pretty much any other band other than Duran Duran, I am a casual. Like for other bands, like I'm just saying that, so I, I don't want to diss on them too, because there are things we love and we want to see it, and it, it's those of us that feel an emotional connection with a particular band, be it Duran Duran or someone else, that we know their catalog so well, we want to get a little bit of these special winks to us, is what I feel like that is. And so, you know, I don't know if they have to make these decisions on the fly, they can't be upfront, fine. I mean, maybe that's just something we have to understand. But there could possibly be some communication, like hey, it's a warm-up show, just setting that as expectation. Don't have to say the set list, but just say when you're marketing it, it's a warm-up show. You know, just having a little bit more information. I mean, I would love it, and we've all talked about, can we, if if we could have a couple fan shows, that would scratch this itch. And then we could go to these other shows and be like, fine, we're going to enjoy ourselves, have a good time. But it's it's being thoughtful about maybe these are different types of music fans and trying to hit everybody at once is a little tricky. That was that was the purpose of the Halloween show. Yes, but we didn't know about it because it was a surprise. And so if if it had somehow been communicated, this is a super special show, you really wink wink, everyone needs to try to get there. But I'm going to also say the people that went the night before and got the general set list thinking they were going to get the Halloween because it was called the Halloween, these two Halloween shows, 
that was also not communicated. That would have been super disappointing also to have gone to that show thinking, I'm going to the special Halloween shows. And I was there on the 30th, not the 31st, and I got the not Halloween show of the Halloween shows. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't think they need to communicate it. I don't but I, you know, they don't I need to, don't... but I'm saying some of this drama might be lessened. It may not. They may just be, some people may be trolls and just want to complain because they can complain on the I, internet. I, I, I do believe in that. Yeah, for sure. And I think people, a lot of, I think some folks are looking for some, just some reassurance and acknowledgement on social media and, mm-hmm. and it, it would, never would have, that feedback, I think, wouldn't have really come face to face. Right. No. Right? Because yeah. this is the world we live in. Yeah. I, I think that, again, I think if, if we can have enough of perspective to understand and acknowledge, like, okay, this, it's a Halloween show, maybe, maybe something might, special. maybe something mm-hmm. might happen. If not, then okay. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm still seeing my band. So if they're playing, if they're going to play like the same songs or whatever that they played before, fine. But I'm still seeing my band. Right. If they're playing, right. if they're playing the extra special set list for Halloween, even better. They're still was, my band. Then there was I'm that seeing. guy from the Halloween show who was like, they're playing all these weird songs. Yes. They're not even yes. playing the hits or something. So <laughs> right. you know, and there's the level of ticket prices and ticket prices being so, so expensive now. And that's across the board. It's not just Duran Duran. And so I think everybody is hyper-focused on that because yes, if you pay $500 to be in the fifth row because you don't pay $1,000 to be in the front row, that's still a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So that, that is the other piece that these vocal people, chances are they have paid substantial money to be as close as they can. So then that also as an expectation. So throwing it out there, it's not set list. I mean, I know the guys don't want to do meet and greets anymore, but is there something else that can come from headquarters that would help justify some of the costs? Maybe that's another way to, to circumvent some of the disappointment that seemed to be bubbling up within the fan community. So it's, it's an open topic. It's things that I think we're going to just be debated, but it did happen right before this fantastic show on new year's. So it's very interesting to see coming off of, you know, the rock hall coming off of the Halloween show leading into this fantastic new year show was this little like weird thing kind of wedged in between. And then one other thing is that Simon did talk about it on the breakfast show Jody yeah. you want to talk about that um having gone to Ibiza yeah mm-hmm. after um, the rock hall oh right after the rock hall when the, the band received the awards I guess there's an actual trophy or something right yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. did I see that Yes. Yeah. I they I had them. Probably the <laughs> you tears, were, yeah, you were a little distracted. Yes, um, you were looking at Dave Girl. Well, that's <laughs> that is true. And John's butt. And John's butt. Right and Dave Girl's butt. <laughs> Simon, first thing on the breakfast show, which Gary. Uh, I can't Gary remember. Davies. Davies, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, because I wanted to call him Georgie Davies. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, Gary uh-huh. Davies on The Breakfast Show, BBC uh, radio program, interviewed Simon, and they talked a little bit about the 40-year anniversary interview that they did, which was really great. If you haven't listened to that, please go listen to that one because it's really great. Um, but this interview was this week, um, and the first thing Simon said off the bat was that he had been to um, Ibiza to deliver Andy's award to him and that um, he was kind of sketchy with his words but he said he's doing very well 
he's not doing so well, but he's really doing great. So I was a little confused by some of that, although I took it as Andy received this uh, award with Grace, and um, Simon said that there is truly love there between him and me and him and the rest of the band. So um, I really appreciate that. Um, anybody else who listened to it, Steph, didn't you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. And I, I would agree. I mean, I the way I took it was for under the circumstances, right. mm-hmm. Andy's doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad to hear as as we all were. Um, and I think we even talked about that we knew, you know, that Simon had delivered this award and everybody was so happy to hear that on our Instagram page. Um, that that it happened so quickly yeah. and so he was able to get that award to him, you know, within a really timely manner. Yeah. And so that just made me smile. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, you know, he's gonna have as much time basically as the guys did to enjoy this award he has this physical yeah. award to look right. at to remind yeah. him of his right. accomplishments um not that he didn't know that already but it just made me really smile that that there was a sense of urgency to get it to him yeah. um and so um i truly think that i just i just i don't i just don't think there's any beef between the guys like yeah. i mean i just feel like you know they love each other they're brothers and you know as any as any family and as anybody that has a family knows and we all do there's always going to be dysfunction but at the end of the day we've got each other's back and I feel like I get that genuine sense about uh, the five of them that they are truly connected and it just made me smile and it just made me happy yeah. and I was their brothers yeah. yeah and I was really happy to hear that Simon made a trip to see Andy yeah. like they like that one of them was able to really go personally give it to him and they didn't just like ship it off and be like call him and say hey we, you know we were yeah. we missed you yeah. like physically made the effort to go well and didn't see he him. say in, in the yeah. speech that he was going he was gonna, to yeah. 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 yeah yeah so it was good to see like like Stephanie said like in a timely manner and then it was handled really well yes yeah. so congratulations and, to, to now Andy yeah, having his of reward yeah. of course yeah. for Simon to say that off the bat though the, the Gary Davis Davis Davis, Davis. Georgie Davis what <laughs> Gary Davies asked Simon about, well, tell me about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And Simon went right into this. So it was top of mind for him. And I I would love to have been a fly on the wall. I want to know what they said, how he looked, you know, how everything's going over there and all that. But I guess we'll just have to make that up. (laughs) Well, go 2023. We're so excited. We're excited about the upcoming shows. We would really like to see some dates sooner than later, people. You've got to plan. Dates are good. Tickets on sale, not tickets. Okay. Let's wait a little bit. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player, and you can even ask Alexa to play us with the TuneIn app. Also follow us on Instagram and our brand new Twitter page. See you again real soon.